0: Hey there, hunting family. Um, just want to check in with y'all. I haven't uh, recorded anything in a, in a week or so. It's been a crazy hunting season. We've been very busy and uh, spending just about every weekday working, and every weekend we're trying to get out into the woods, hit the tree stand hit fields, whatever we got to do, trying to see some deer. Um, just wanted to come in do a do a short episode here with. Uh, a quick recap what I'll eventually do is I'll get the Hollywood horse in here with us and and we'll do a full recap of not just our season so up to this point but um you know everybody else we'll try to recap everything uh we've been keeping everybody pretty well posted had a really good hunting season this year and uh I got to tell you like we were out on the very last day of rifle season um in Pennsylvania about four of us were out, um, car pulled together, went out to our location on the property we were going to hunt, sat all day, sun down, sun up to sun down. And, um, you know, it was a nice day, good weather, not a whole lot of gunshots. You know, the deer are exhausted after two weeks of, of gun season in this state. And, uh, what we ended up, uh, having is all four of us got skunked. None of us seen a, another deer. Um, we've seen a few hunters hunting on some public land, but, um, you know, we get back to the, back to the butcher shop, uh, at the end of the day after dark and, uh, just sort of hanging out, recapping the day, telling some stories of, you know, the long sit that each of us had, get a text from my one buddy Ace. And, uh, he says to my brother is the butcher shop open. I got two in the truck. So, um, you know, we all had a great season, but, uh, even on the days where we didn't see deer, other people, uh, friends, family, uh, were out having successful harvests. So, um, you know, it's good to see a smile on everybody's face. I'm going to give you a quick recap of, uh, Ace's hunt and, uh, then we'll get back into the show.
1: That one came in at 1047. I was sitting with my cousin. He couldn't see it. I, I, I only saw the head bopping. I told him to get his gun out the one window, and he said he couldn't see it, but I already had it in the sights. and window, window of the shooting shed. Yeah.
0: Not the car, All right, truck.
1: And he didn't see it, so I said to heck with it. Clicked the safety off. She dropped. Went and gutted her, got her back back to the truck. About 11 o'clock, we all went in to get food. I went back out, sat in the same spot, because I knew that they were going to come back out. He came out about 4.30, shot him about 5, and he did about the same thing. Gun went off, he didn't... There was no tracking required for both of them. No tracking required. Didn't go 20. Nope, they did not. They were... All right, man. Well done. Thank
0: you. Good job. Thank you. So, hey, hunting family. Uh, That's the Arrow Eagle. I am back. And I just want to talk through how my season's gone, you know. um, It's been a little while since we've hosted an episode, and I thought I would sit down here and try to figure out um, what our next episode is going to be. Honestly, we started this podcast over the summer and uh, we were doing a lot of fishing. We were doing a lot of, uh, you know, scouting and uh, we were just talking about our love for the outdoors, which is what this is all about. You know, the desire is to see people getting I- interested in outdoor activities versus, uh, you know, indoor activities, right? So, but, uh, hunting season got hot and heavy. We spent a ton of time in the woods, uh, archery hunting. My wife says I've spent more time hunting this year than, than average. And, uh, I hunt more than the average bear. So, um, yeah, we, we put our time in the woods, uh, a lot of time at hunting camp, uh, hunting different locations, um, and seeing a lot of deer. I've just thought maybe you know, I would just sit here. I try to document as much as I can so that we can post online for everybody and uh give you some some good feedback on the season, but I thought I would sit here and I maybe go through some of the, the memories from this year. Um I know that I started off early on in the in the season um scouting over the summertime. We we were looking at three target bucks up on our property and um, watching them from, you know, early summer into fall velvet um, to ivory. And then uh, just seeing, seeing these deer graduate. There's a lot of smaller bucks. There's really good sign. Um, didn't, wasn't seeing a ton of does, but we did have some yearlings and uh, some fawns drop earlier in the year. So we knew that there was some doe activity and uh, you know, come, come the rut, in archery season, that's really what you want, right? You you have these bucks patterned, but you you want the doe moving through. And if you got doe in the area, you know that they're going to be cruising those halls. So you know, I'm just looking here through um, my my feed of uh, different uh, photos that I've taken. You know, I was hunting hunting local. I got a buddy that lives up the road, and he's got a little bit of it's not his land, actually. It's it's public land, but it's his spot where he likes to hunt. And he'll take me out, and I know that there's a good sign there every year. Didn't do any scouting there this year. Went out and hunted that property two or three times. Not much, but uh, you know, one night I went out, and you know, normally where I set my tree stand up, um, they, they the neighbors log in it. The neighbor that owns the the adjacent property is logging it off. And so what I did was I, I know that have an idea where the deer are traveling through. There's a, there's a Creek bottom that runs through this property. And so I just dropped down into that hollow off of a pine bank where that Creek Creek hollow runs through. And it's a dried up Creek bed really. And, um, you know, I, I had to sit there one night I looking over a deer trail. I, I felt really, really good about it, but, um, sat there until dark and I just, Didn't see anything. It was early in the season. It was early October. And, um, I got up. I was on a climber stand. So I, I got up. It was right about dark, just about time to, to start thinking about tearing down, maybe a little bit earlier than what I usually would sit. Cause I like to sit until it's dark. You know, I want to give every animal chance to come in, but it was early in the season. I was out by myself and uh, it was a Saturday night. Just wanted to get home. Had plenty of time in the season to hunt yet. And, um. I stood up and I turned around in my stand to start, you know, packing my backpack up and I saw uh, a doe moving in behind me. And, uh, it came in probably 35 yards, 30 yards ish, you know, and it was right at dark. And, um, I I debated whether to shoot or whether not to shoot, but it came in, I had a nice shooting lane. And so, I let an arrow fly on that deer and that was the first arrow that I shot this year. And the uh, deer, deer ran off. Uh, I was pretty confident that the way that the deer responded, it wasn't a good hit. But, um, you know, so I got down out of the tree and I, I went over and uh, s- spotlighted the area where I was, uh, you know, I'd shot. And I had uh, actually I had an arrow hit a sapling and that sapling was maybe about two inches wide in diameter. But um, the arrow was embedded in that, and there was a little bit of blood and hair on that arrow. Not a lot. And, uh, you know, he- here's a lesson learned, I guess. Um, if you're going to reuse your arrows from the previous year, you want to make sure that you clean and wash your broadheads and your fletching. Um, because when it's dark out and you're in a situation like that, you know, I was questioning, is this hair from this year? Is that blood fresh on that arrowhead or is that from last year you know is, it, is this just an arrow that i reused so may seem silly to a lot of people but that's what i was thinking at the time and uh, so what i ended up doing was sort of just doing a quick circle around where the find, find the area where the leaves were kicked up and where the deer was and i just saw a couple of drops of blood and i actually i actually did hit the deer um so blood trail wasn't great spotty at best Um, trailed it for about 20, 20 yards or so and, um, determined I'm going to just leave my stand. I'm going to leave my, you know, everything in place back out, going to give this deer a little bit of time to lay down. And I was going to come back the next day. So, um, you know, the Hollywood horse and I, I got him on the phone. We, uh, we had a game plan together. We went out the next day and we trailed this deer and we, we followed it good blood for probably, I don't know, three hours. And uh, till the blood trail, you know, uh, died out, uh, It looked like the, the deer did lay down one time. It probably hit him a little bit front. And, uh, you know, this is, this is a lesson, you know, for me, it's awful. Anytime that we, we shoot an animal that we don't harvest. And I probably had a really tough time, you know, mentally with that for the next four or five days early in the season, you know, really just questioning, why am I, why am I take, why did I take that shot? You know, I could have waited until it came closer. I could have, um, could have passed on it. It was earlier in the season, you know, but in the moment, you, I guess you miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take. And, uh, this is why we practice all summer long. So, you know, I had to reconcile that. And, uh, so we didn't find it on the day after we went back the next day. A th- the third day I went to where we lost the blood and I did a couple more, uh, circles for about a, you know, 100, 200 yards, try to pick it up, see where it was, cause it was in some brush, um, heavy, thick stuff. And, um, I figured, you know, after a day or two, if, if it had died, there would be some birds of prey circling some sort of sign, you know, that the deer crawled into underneath a log or something, you know, where we hadn't found it, but there was nothing like that. So I'm, I'm convinced that, that deer made it um you know and so i just told my buddy who hunts that property you know keep an eye out if he puts trail cams or anything let me know you know if he sees a, a deer that's limping because i think i hit it you know in the front leg probably by, based on the the trail so i was a little bit bummed about that and so it really uh really had me irritated that uh that i had hit this deer and, and didn't get it so I went to the archery shop, and there's nothing like going to the archery shop it's in archery season, and, um, you know, talk to them. And I, I have an old crossbow here that I haven't fired in probably about one or two years. Uh, I like to hunt with a compound. I'm not a crossbow guy. And uh, what I ended up doing was, you know, I dropped a, a little bit of money that I probably wasn't wanting to spend, but I did. And uh, I had to put new strings on my crossbow, uh, put a brand new scope on it, just tuned everything up, made sure that it was safe to use. And um, so I, I shot that in probably, I don't know, 24th of October. And um, 25th, I, I made a trip up to our cabin. And uh, <laughs> I wanted to take that thing out. And uh, I started hunting, you know, seriously because it was getting towards the end of October. But it was crazy warm, you know, I was hunting full moon. And uh, it was, 60, 70 degrees in October, uh, where we were hunting and, uh, you know, literally I was walking into my tree stand in a t-shirt and shorts, you know, and then, uh, putting on a, another layer once I got up to my tree, cause I, I didn't want to be sweating, getting into it, but, um, had a young, young doe come through and, uh, fool around. You know, I let, it, I let some deer pass. I let a lot of deer walk this year, actually, um, let that deer pass and sure enough it came through a little bit later in the evening 15 yards from this from the tree wasn't a big deer it wasn't a small deer was probably you know two years old and uh i got doe tags to burn so i wanted to see how the crossbow was going to handle so i let the deer have it i squeezed the trigger and um uh, you know broke the ice and uh, drew first blood so um you can hear me talk about that story on the uh, arrow eagles draws first blood episode that we put out. But, um, you know, I, I didn't think I hit it real good. You know, my confidence was shaken. I was a little bit bummed about that deer earlier in the season. And, um, but I had the tacticam on my bow and, uh, it's really cool. When you start recording yourself, you can go back. If you catch the, the film, you know, and, and you're in a spot where you can record before you squeeze the trigger. You can go back and check the footage, and that's what we did with this deer. And I saw it run off about 60, 70 yards, and it didn't lay down. I was in my climber in that spot, too, where I was. Um, it wasn't a stationary ladder stand. So, you know, when I got out, the deer had not laid down yet, and I was still visible. So I had to take my time of getting down out of that tree, and I just wanted to let it lay down. I was certain that I had hit it good, but the fact that it didn't lay down really had me scratch my head, so I backed out and went back to cabin and we checked the footage and uh when we checked the footage, you seen it was a great hit deer um was stumbling as it was running away and uh you know it got to be a little bit after dark we we had t- determined it let's go get that that was gonna be a dead deer, and we did find it piled up maybe about seventy five yards from from where I had shot it. So, um, that, that got us our first uh, set of backstraps for the year. And, uh, we were pumped, you know, um, just going out, doing what we were doing, slinging some arrows and, uh, cracking, even though it wasn't a trophy, it was a trophy to me. So, um, I know there are a lot of trophy hunters out there and, uh, the debate over, you know, you wait, you let those little ones walk, you know, and, and I'll do that sometimes too, but. You know, first thing in the in the in the year, and I wanted to see how that bow, crossbow, was working for me. I ended up uh, I ended up getting a little bit of meat in the freezer, and that took the pressure off too. Right well, after you shoot your first of year, it breaks the ice. I had a lot of tags this year that I had purchased um, to to use, and uh, I intended to fill them. So, um, you know, long story short, you know, I spent probably. I don't know, if I had to count how many days, at least 14 days up at our hunting camp in archery season this year. And, um, uh, you know, just going through going through the different pictures and stuff, you know, I, I, I did talk about, you know, the buck that I had shot. I had, had been watching these shooters on camera all summer long. And um, I had actually had ended up having a, a little... Six point come into me, maybe about 30 yards. And, uh, he, he, the spot that the tree that I was hunting every night, what was happening is doe were coming in right at dark. And I would wait it out until, you know, to see if a buck would come in behind them, especially closer into November. And as we got into November, you know, I was ended up, you know, multiple times in the tree after dark, too dark to shoot with doe under my tree and a buck coming in and so i could see them with my bare eyes but i you know too dark to shoot couldn't see them um through a scope and um you know i'd have to like wait them out It was just a waiting game stuck in my tree stand uh, with the deer coming in so i was seeing deer i had them patterned they were coming through this this area that i was hunting and i was just waiting for one of those those shooter target bucks to come through and um what ended up happened was i had a little six point come in to me one afternoon. It wasn't dark. It wasn't at night. It wasn't at the end of the day. It was maybe two in the afternoon, and uh, he came in. I don't know. He he didn't walk right under my trail. He started to try to you know backtrack and walk around the tree I was in. Um, I had the tacticam one. I got good footage, and uh, I want to say probably about a thirty five yard shot. Uh, I hit him and uh and i put him down so i decided i wasn't going to just hold out for that target buck he was in range it was daylight i was getting a little bit frustrated waiting for you know the big bruiser to come through and uh that's that was the that was the buck that i shot this year so that was deer number two Did did really really well um won that and so you know, really excited about hunting. really excited about spending time up at camp with family and everything. I've got some deer on the ground. Um, and I was really, really hoping at this point, you know that my friends and family would start to get some opportunities to shoot. And uh, I've been doing a lot of hunting with the with the horse. he's He was up there hunting um, same property with me and stuff. and it's just crazy stories, man. I mean, he got a shot at a at a rack rack buck you know one of the shooters came into him um he got a clean shot on it got it on video we see where that arrow penetrated like right into that shoulder plate that shoulder blade um checked the area arrow broke off tufts of hair but no blood and uh you know we just we we scratching our heads walking away from that one you know he he we were pumped because we had the video of the deer getting hit when we went down and checked it out. We couldn't find it. Um, it was just insane. And so, you know, the highs and the lows, um, you know, he ended up on one of our hunting trips, snagging, uh, a little doe came into him like on the last day of one of our trips. Um, he was relocating his stand and like, as he moved his stand, um, this, this smaller doe came in and he had a shot at it and he took it. So he had some meat. I had some meat, you know, trying to get my brother into a position where he would get some hunting and have some success. Um, we wanted to set him up as well, but um, I just got uh, every, every single time I've gone out, I've been seeing deer, you know, and uh, rifle season came around and was able to take a few doe and rifle season. And so now you know, I tell some of the details of some of these stories really to just bring it full circle. You know, we want to talk about lessons learned and, and different types of things on the back end of the season now that hunting season's over. Um, in Pennsylvania, we have a break from the end of rifle through Christmas. And then on uh, the day after Christmas, archery season comes back in. I technically, <laughs> I, I do have three more doe tags. That I can fill, um, you know, in, in one of the counties here. Uh, but I don't know if I'm going to be going out or not. I, I've, I've got plenty of deer meat in the in the freezer. Uh, my wife says I've been hunting an awful lot, and uh, we'll see. I, I don't like that late season hunting because it's just too cold for me. But um, you know, never say never. So, um, started the podcast literally over the summertime, talking fishing. Talking scouting, we got into hunting season. We've been telling you about these deer stories and just sort of using this as a video log to to capture our memories. And um, so now we're at the point where hunting season's over, and I've got to figure out what type of content continue to put up onto this channel. You know, so uh, it's gone a couple of weeks where I haven't posted anything, um, and I know that that the. the few people that we do have listen are always interested in, in what we're gonna be talking about next. I think as we get into next year into twenty twenty four I'd like to I'd like to develop the podcast to do more interviews and uh get some people to come on the show with us and talk about maybe different areas of expertise. Um I'm sitting here right now in the studio looking at a couple of uh we got some nice bucks this year and um You know, not nice enough to send to the taxidermist, but nice enough to to do the old European mount on them. And uh, so I'm working on them. Um, It's that time of year, you know, between hunting season ending and Christmas time. You know, it's time to make some bologna, start making some jerky, utilizing our our favorite venison recipes. I'm not a chef. Uh, I'm not a big cook. Uh, My wife is an excellent cook, but uh, I don't do much cooking here. And uh, but when it comes to this time of year, I spend a little bit more time in the kitchen than normal because I'm the one that makes the venison in the household. And so uh, yeah, I'm just going to be enjoying that a little bit. So coming up with some different ideas of the different podcast uh, episodes that we can come up. I think our next episode, what I'm going to do is I'm going to touch in on with the Hollywood horse. We're going to talk about lessons learned and uh, maybe just a freestyle a little bit for you guys. But um I didn't want to go too many weeks without posting something. I wanted to get you guys a little bit of information, recap some of the, some of the memories from earlier on in the season. You know, the one buck that I shot I'm I'm looking, I got the picture all season long. I mean, I it wasn't huge antler deer, but the body on the deer was probably one of the bigger deer I've ever shot. And so um, you know, Dragging that deer, I I had to call for help, you know, realize how out of shape you are when you got to drag a deer out of the mountain. But um, that's why I hunt with guys that are younger than me and better shape than me. (laughs) So, uh, when you call in for reinforcements, but, um, yeah, I mean, all, all summer long doing the scouting, I had a a trail cam picture on my photo on my phone so that every time I open my phone, I'm looking at the deer that I want. And then you get this, you know, smaller, smaller rack buck come through and, um, he's, he's not bad. I mean, it's a trophy to whomever, you know, uh, decent, decent average basket rack buck. And, um, you know, I let him have it, but now on my phone, I've got a picture of him laid up, you know, after he'd he'd been harvested laying there. So, um, you see the sweet before and after. So, um, what we'll do is we'll end up, uh, coming back next time to you. We'll spend a little bit of time with the horse and myself talking about lessons learned and, uh, we'll start to plan for 2024. It's been a great hunting season. I wanted to check in with everybody, give you guys a little bit of a, a recap on how the season went for me. We'll hear how the season went for him and, uh, you know, we're going to start to build a list out of, uh, different guests that we want to have come on for the podcast. So, uh, as always we appreciate Every single one of you that do listen All like six or seven Of you out there that uh, follow Us and um, follow us on social Media if you guys want content or If you want to hear certain certain uh, Topics you know we love to know what To talk about we're going to develop this thing in 2024 and try to do a good See do a good job At production and uh, Make a quality product that uh, that's worth Listening to so uh, until Then I will just say, you know, keep your arrows straight. Keep your passion for the outdoors alive. Um, appreciate all you guys. Love you. You are our hunting family. And everything that we do, uh, we want to we wanna share with you guys. Uh, this is our passion. Uh, nature is our playground. And uh, just because it's wintertime doesn't mean that we aren't going to be outdoors doing our thing. So from the Menser Outdoors team, this is the Arrow Eagle. I'm signing off. We'll check in with you soon. Later.